afternoon and welcome back to Daily Things. This is Pastor Joseph and Pastor Jer, and we are over the moon excited that you're here today with us. <laughs> that, that, was, that was Jeremy pretending to be me, that faint tooting that you heard, or hooting. I'm not sure if it was an owl or a train. It, it was a wooting. It was a, a wooting. Oh, my yes. bad. Uh, <laughs> That's an Elmer Fudd rooting. Oh my goodness. We're looking at Proverbs 16, 23, 33, where you're two crazies. We're glad you joined us. You ready to go, dude? Good morning, everyone. Why you yes, I am. Afternoon. It's good afternoon. You just called us crazies. Yeah, we are. It makes sense. Okay. Anyway, the heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to his lips. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to the fruit of his lips. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Gracious lips are like a honeycomb, bringing strength to the soul and sweetness to the body. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. There's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. A worker's appetite work for him his mouth urges him on a worker's appetite works for him his hunger pushes him on a worthless man plots evil and his speech is like a scorching fire a worthless man plots evil and his speech is like a scorching fire a dishonest man spreads strife and a whisperer separates close friends a dishonest man spreads strife and a whisper separates the closest of friends. A man of violence entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. A violent man entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. Whoever winks his eyes plans dishonest things. He who purses his lips brings evil to pass. Whoever winks his eye plans evil things and whoever purses his lips brings evil things to pass. Gray hair is the crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. Gray hair is the crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes the city. Whoever rules his anger is stronger than the mighty, and stronger is the one who well, better to rule your temper than to take a strong city. The law is cast into the lap. But it's every decision is from the Lord. The lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. May God bless the reading, hearing, and living out of his word. Amen. Amen. I'm not gonna lie, the the last verse, um the law the lot is cast into the lap, but in it's every decision is from the Lord is one of I think the toughest um verses uh to wrestle with, and yet um, I'm not going to lie. We had a, a, a meetup group at our church for a while called Casting Lots. <laughs> and it was, we didn't cast any lots, but it was for different cards. The games. gambling recovery group? No, that would have been fun too. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a recovery group. Um, but it is, I think, one of those things where in our world filled with intellect and information, um, we lose sight of God being in charge of both the big and the small to the point of casting a lot and realizing that, again, there is no random thing 
there is no thing that God is not in charge of. We just might not want the outcome, or we don't want to let go and put it up to air quote chance when in reality we're just trusting God. Like cast a lot, keep moving. Often we'll deliberate on stuff for five years when we could have <laughs> dealt with this in five minutes before God prayed and been done. Um, yeah, I've never thought about it, but the the example of this that I just thought of was uh, Peter and John mm -hmm. literally casting their nets. Mm -hmm. Here are guys that have spent their lifetime being fishermen. They know the area they're fishing. Like any good fisherman, they know where the fish are. They know how to get them. They know when they're biting. And they've spent all night fishing, caught nothing. And Jesus comes along. And he's like, you know what? Try this. Sure, let's try it. And, and they're like, okay, yes. Wonderful. I have some wackadoodle non-fisherman. Exactly. He's a carpenter. What does he know about fishing? Going to come and tell me how to do my job awesome and here they go and they cast it and god's like okay well you cast out in the water i'm going to dump these fish into your lap because the decision is mine that's that's encouraging well it, it's encouraging if you can live it yeah i think for most people even now we wrestle with it but the question is can you live it or are you going to roll again well maybe god messed up let me roll it again <laughs> okay best out of three like, you know, best out of seven. someone blow on these die, please. <laughs> I wanted to say what I wanted to say. So, <laughs> you know, what is this and how will this work? I know even when it comes to um, marriage counseling and, you know, a, a divorce looks like it's on the horizon. And my question is, can you trust God as we work through these sessions? And often is it's not God, it's the other person. I, I agree with the statement but I must highlight God is over the other person. Like he can do what he wants to do. Can you trust God with him or her and know that he's doing something? It just might not be on your timeline. Um, you want it last very week. Real. He's doing something deeper that might require years. And I'm, you know, this is one of those things where you came together, you made this vow before God you don't get to move as the world moves. You must move in love and in truth and be the light. So anyway, a gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a right. You're just going to keep on going. I'm not even going to put it in here. No, no, go for it. Because we both have gray hair. <laughs> I, I had to, I, that's why I, I had to say that. I was like, well, there's nothing for bald hair. Um, so that's the only thing I had. So now you can share. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, yeah. So uh, the one that got me was I've been I've been really fascinated as we've been going through the various proverbs with the proverbs um, that talk about a particular cultural um, cue that's no longer relevant, at least in its in the way it works. Winking of the eye and pursing of the lips, mm. leading to. Uh, being a sign that I'm planning evil. Mm -hmm. I, I think, I, I mean, I could go and talk about, okay, there, there are signs, but that's not actually what I was considering. What I was considering was just how human this culture was, how physical this culture was. 
Do we have physical ways of expressing these things? Sure. But our way, uh, let's be, you know, let's be really clear. The meta way is not physical at all. It's extremely infhysical. And I, th I still uh, think that just, just to put a little asterisk in there, I think that we are very much a physical people. We are just in a space right now where we're denying it. And I think there will be a pendulum swing the other way. I agree. I agree with that. Um, and I might even just twist that a little bit to say we are still physical. What we have lost is not necessarily the physicality, but the relationship. Mm. Um, this winking of the eye and pursing of the lips, could it happen over Zoom? Sure. Was it? No. It was happening <laughs> over, you know, a pint of mead or whatever. It was happening over a fence. It was this, you know, a strong neighbor enticing his neighbor in order to destroy him. This is all these are these are the kind of things that when we look at nature videos, mm -hmm. we see this kind of animalistic, aggressive cueing going on that in our enlightened way, we have cloaked under rhetoric. We have cloaked under sophistry and um, other other means that are not coming to mind right now <laughs> of expressing our strength through some kind of mental acumen. This is the homo sapien, the thinking man, as opposed to the living, feeling, active, acting man that's relating face to face. I, and I, the only reason that jumped out to me is because I think that there is a contrast between what we read here that is culturally relevant at the time it was written mm -hmm. and what we see now in the way that we relate to each other. I think that there is room for that pendulum to swing back that would be um, healthy and even holy. Well, I would say if we're going to flip a verse or work with one, whoever doesn't wink with his eyes, um, you know, is honest about things or at least plans honest things. And for me, um, in a culture where everyone has a camera on their phone, um, there is a lot of living that takes place where we assume we have a sense of privacy or let down our guard and you see the center within. Yeah. Um, and people are often um, in awe or appalled um, by just how um, deceived they've been by the the polished image, um, you know the you know of the artist, whether they be a painter, uh, you know someone on a theater or in the theater, you know on the movie screen, they've been presented in a certain way, and now we learn that they're just broken like everyone else. And they have a tendency to act in ways that are dishonest or <laughs> um, just flat out wrong because yes. they are not centered in Christ. They are not centered in love. Um, their faith is in themselves and they are headed to destruction. Indeed. It's, yeah. I think for us, we have to be people that speak truth wherever we are and so there isn't any confusion you know let your yay be yay and your nay be nay you don't need to swear by the sun or moon because you didn't create them just tell the truth be honest 
and live out loud. This goes back to, um, I guess it was verse 23 or 24, where it said that um, a wise man adds judiciousness yep. to his speech yep. and adds persuasiveness to his words. You got it. We have we have our own cues. This is what I was saying with this with these sophistries. We have our own ways of trying to enhance our position. Um, I can elicit your tacit agreement with my falsehood by adding a simple statement like "you know, you know," in whatever at the end of whatever it is I'm saying. Mm. I mean, blind people are all they all speak really loudly, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> unless you push back against it. It's, uh, anyway, there's. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that um, we have to stay, um, as you are stating, uh, we're speaking in a circle. We, to, we are because we're in agreement here. <laughs> yes, we, we have to be agents of truth and co-opting, co-signing um, by not pushing back is not what we're called to do. Um, it might require a little patience. And this gets to the job that I've been harping on the last few days. Um, his friends thought they knew what they were supposed to do. It does require humility as you push back, but we're called to be salt and light. Three. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Let's do it. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to his lips. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. A worker's appetite works for him, his mouth urges him on. A worthless man plots evil, and his speech is like a scorching fire. A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. A man of violence entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. Whoever winks his eyes, plans dishonest things, and he who purses his lips brings evil to pass. Gray hair is a crown of glory, it is gained in a righteous life. Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes the city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Oh Lord, would you give to us an appetite for righteousness and for holiness? that our appetite would drive us to you. Would you establish our steps that we might be justified before you when we stand at your throne? And we may we be driven by truth towards those who are lost, that we might have the opportunity to follow in your example of sharing your goodness with those around us, that you might be glorified, Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are grateful for you guys, and we are looking forward to speaking with you again in the morning. So come back for, uh, for another psalm. We'll see you soon. And share us with someone you love. Please.